0: Hey friends, welcome back to My Sister Made Me View, the Roswell 1999 edition. I am your co-host, Emily, and I am the one who has seen most of these episodes, while Megan has seen none of the rest of them. (laughs) (laughs) What should you be doing? I... (laughs) We're gonna have some banter back and forth oh, first of all sorry i thought that's you, what i thought i
1: thought you were doing the whole intro i will do
0: the whole intro banter banter Hi, my name is emily banter and banter i should be folding my laundry my name is megan and i should be doing my dishes but instead, but instead we're making a podcast we're making a podcast <laughs> Oh goodness! But yeah, welcome hey. back to what? Nothing. Just this episode. This hey. episode murder? Oh, murder? Maybe. I I I suspect. I suspect. Okay. Um, well, we today are going to be talking about Roswell season two episode eighteen. Uh, Megan, what did you think about this episode? Ah. Oh. It was
1: intense, and it gave me very Stranger Things vibes, where Joyce is completely right every single season, and no one listens to her ever.
0: So. So who is Joyce in this scenario?
1: Liz. Liz is Joyce. Everyone's like stop looking into this. Just be sad with us. And she's like, you guys something's messed up. She does not believe that Alex's death was his fault and I agree. I will admit I, am okay, so like I was sus of his Sweden exchange family from last time Mm -hmm. but I was completely blown away because the big twist at the end of this episode is that Alex never went to Sweden. <laughs> All of his Sweden exchange things are photoshopped?
0: Yeah.
1: Sorry, I was making a weird gesture with my hand.
0: <laughs> Faked. Did they even have Photoshop Get back it. then? Yes, they did. <laughs> I know they did. <laughs> um so yes, sadly, the episode before was really heavy. Because Alex did die and it handled the funeral and people's reactions to that. And so this episode opens up with Liz and Maria over at Alex's house with Alex's dad. And they are doing a. They're getting together all sorts of pictures and mementos and they are putting it together for a big yearbook tribute, which I think this would be doubly hard because it's not just a student at the school that they are doing this for. This is their best friend. Mm-hmm. Like, I could think of nothing more awful than that.
1: Oh, I could. That's, could you? Well, I'm a I'm a writer.
0: <laughs> you do have a diabolical... I write plenty of bad things. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, that, that is a very rough thing uh, to go through.
0: Yeah, and here's the thing. Maria is like, ready to do this 100%, and she is there gathering everything, getting it all together, and Liz is there, but she seems really distracted. Like, she's on Alex's computer, and she's looking through condolence cards, and she finds the one from the Swedish family. And Alex's dad tells tells the girls that he didn't even think about contacting Alex's semester abroad family or anything like that. Uh Uh-huh. Liz is just like, well, who who did? Like, how did they know how to send the card? And his dad's just like, I just assumed someone at the school contacted them. Uh-huh. Like, there you go. Unless they're the murderers. All right, Emily,
1: my brain is going on all cylinders right now. I have Tell thoughts. Me. I have feelings. So the building that uh, Alex's picture is taken in front of, that, like, Liz is trying to find the whole time They just can't. And I will tell you, my fear is, not fear, my thought is, Alex, this is Alex from another dimension.
0: Okay, like future Max?
1: Yeah, that he traveled to an alternate universe where that building was still upright in Sweden.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Now, the simplest explanation for this is someone took an old picture of actual Sweden and put Alex in it. But uh, what I wanted to do between episodes, and I just didn't, is I wanted to rewatch the episode where Alex first comes back from Sweden. Mm. But I didn't do that. I was listening through our podcast, but I didn't get to that episode.
0: So, ah! sorry. It's all right. Um, do you want to give your theory about the Runes here? Or you want to do it later in the episode?
1: Oh, another thing. Sorry, this (laughs) is from listening to our podcast. I have a sneaking suspicion this is not the real Tess. That when we met the dupes and we went to New York earlier in the season, there was a bit where they captured Tess and we found her, but the dupes had fled, had vanished. I think they still have the real Tess. And that evil Isabel has shapeshifted into Tess and she is the one messing with Max's mind. <gasps> Emily, she's hypnotizing him. Hmm. Evil Isabel is hypnotizing Max. And there's going to be a point where she says, like, a code word or a code phrase, and his whole body's going to be encased in jello, and he's just going <laughs> to fall over.
0: Stay I tuned. Love this. <laughs> <laughs> listen okay so you know how excited i get about way of king words of radiance on uh-huh. like <gasps> tangents all the time this is like one of the first times you've like started putting forth theories like this well and it makes me so happy
1: yeah because i i i feel like this is a planned arc that we haven't i feel like season two is much more cohesive and like solidly planned than season one especially after mm-hmm. like the full reboot they did that one time
0: yeah yeah okay so we have new theories going on which i love them very much we can see straight off the bat how obsessed liz is about finding out what happened to alex and they talk about the huge rift that is between everyone especially after liz said what she said about hey i think aliens are responsible for aliens are responsible for alex's death
1: also, sorry, our aliens get really butthurt about this. And I'm like, do you guys not remember that you went to an alien council and there are five whole other planets of aliens? Like, she's not saying one of you did it. But we even know that, like, Nicholas is out there and Lonnie and Rath are still out there. And whoever mysteriously is healing people of bone cancer is still out there. And it's just, (laughs) I wish more people were helping Liz and listening to Liz. And I'm almost kind of sad she
0: didn't get on the plane at the end. So, Megan, if Liz's theory is correct, and it is an alien that Uh has caused all of this, Uh why? Why would they go after Alex specifically?
1: He was their spy on the inside. Um, they were using him as a bridge to get to the other aliens, like our kids. Um, and he was a drone sent on a fact-finding mission. He didn't go to Sweden, he got abducted by aliens. He got programmed to help them out and research for them. And they either got everything they needed to know or Alex was about to break free of their conditioning and warn people. And they're nice. like, this asset is
0: of no longer use. It's too risky. A little whiskey. <laughs> that is a great, great theory. Liz and Maria are talking about how, again, everyone is really hurt over um, Liz's accusations. But Maria is also kind of starting to think that Liz is going a little too far. Like she's she's in this 100% and is like, it was aliens and I have to find something and there has to be a clue in Alex's room. And she does find a file on Alex's computer. And it's locked, which she thinks is really, really weird. She knows like his whole life was Some on this species. computer. And and she's just wondering what it could possibly be. And I think this is a really cute, a really cute scene because it's password protected. And Liz kind of offhand is like, you don't happen to know any of his passwords, do you? And Maria doesn't say anything. Aww. And she does. Maria does know the password. It's I the stud. And <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty good password. Multiple, like a sentence is a good password. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the document that pulls up is just over and over and over. Liana is not Liana. Liana is not Leanna. Leanna is not Liana. What? But those of you who might not remember, Liana is or was Alex's girlfriend from Sweden. Swedish girlfriend. Swedish girlfriend. Oh. Max wins the award for character
1: I hate the most in this episode.
0: (laughs) I understand that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he he goes hard. He makes some choices and he goes hard with those choices. Liz has locked onto this new document. Leanna is not Leanna. And she is going to all the AP, computer AP, anyone she can find to see if they know if it was for a school project or if it means something, you know. And as she's doing that, Max realizes she's investigating And he comes up to talk to her, and he's like, listen, I don't want this to become a war between us. Like, listen, I know you were upset, and I know you were upset about Alex, and it's understandable, and I understand how you might have said some of the things that you said, and I'm willing to forget about it. (laughs) And I don't think... What? Here's the thing. Go for it. Nothing. I'm just going to scream about what it... He is. Mhm. He really. Okay. Listen, I'm so surprised by Max this watch through mm-hmm. because all I remember of Max from the episodes that I saw were that he was like the best boyfriend ever and being like the rock for Liz and all of these things. And these are some of my favorite episodes. And I do not remember how terrible Max was. I like kicked it out of my brain, but he's just like hey, let's pretend this never happened. And I don't know why he thinks that's going to work on Liz. Like, I don't understand this at all. He knows Liz. But I think that they have grown apart enough yeah. that he doesn't realize what this means to her. Yeah. And he's he's going to get surprised multiple times in this episode how tenacious she is. And yeah. I am 100% on Liz's side. And like, I...
1: Listen, I thought Liz and Max were endgame for the show. But, like, I don't see how they could come back from the hurtful things they say to each other this episode.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like, I think the love is gone. (laughs) Whenever we decided to do something, we always decided as a group. No,
0: we didn't. You boss us around. Yeah. He's so worried about their cover being blown. Okay, I'm not excusing this. But I think I can understand where he's coming from. He did get captured and tortured, and tortured. for who he was. Yes.
1: Okay. And he so, got
0: his he got haunted by a ghost. He did get haunted by a ghost. And so that is going to be I say an excuse. That's going to be the reasoning why I feel he's doing these things is the boy has the PTSD and mm-hmm. uh can't do anything about it he can't go to anyone about it and so i do have a little bit of sympathy for max just because he hasn't been able to deal with this awful thing and now he has several other awful things to deal with Mm -hmm. but he goes way too hard he goes way too hard in this like he is trying to be a king he is trying to be the law
1: and a ruler should derive their leadership from the consent of the governed and not through threat of force, which is why Isabel ditches him at the end of the episode. Like, everyone <laughs> turns their back on Max because he's, like, so demanding.
0: Mm-hmm. He's ridiculous about this. The worst. And, like, no, uh, he's just making, he's just making choices for everyone. He's trying to protect them. But he doesn't know. Here's the thing. He's trying to protect them, but he doesn't know what he's protecting them from. And that's what Liz is trying to find out. So him not wanting her to figure out what's happening, I think, is a weird choice for him if it could help everyone be protected in the future. There are a couple times, though, that Liz does sound crazy. Like she's counting numbers and letters and all of these things. And so, like, yeah, she does seem a little... To be fair. Conspiracy theory. When I saw that written on the grocery
1: receipt, I did the exact same thing last mm-hmm. episode. So yeah, I don't know how it constitutes to the phrase Liana is not Leanna, but there are
0: some length similarities to it. So Michael comes in to talk to Maria. He and Maria have several of the same thoughts about they don't like the division between the group. And they are kind of the ones straddling both groups because Max and Liz are clearly not a thing at this point. It's Max and Tess. Like Kyle has no romantic interest with Tess, you know. And so like we've got Michael and we've got Maria and they're the ones that are kind of, I say holding the group together. That's not exactly right. But they don't like what's going on. And Michael's just like, she shouldn't have said we killed him then. And She didn't! Both, they, she didn't! And they are taking it very personally. And I think just tempers are running high and it's really tough. But Michael's kind of taking interest in what, in what Maria is doing. And, you know, she's still trying to make the, the memorial work with everything that they have. And she's just like, there is so much stuff that I still have to do. And he's like, can I help you? And like to her, this is such a huge gesture. Because it's not, I, it's not something that Michael would normally do. But he's grown a lot as a person to be the sort of person Maria needs. And I know how that sounds. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't change to fit someone else's perspective. But I think that he is finding self-growth as well. Not just thinking about himself. Which is all he's been able to do for the last few years of his life is being in a terrible foster placement and having to really survive on his own, I think the idea of helping someone and taking care of someone else has really like made him step outside and see the world as a bigger place.
1: And on a completely different emotional track than this. <laughs> okay. Maria mentions her exacto knife is missing, mm-hmm. and I'm calling Chekhov's exacto knife. <laughs> okay. Perfect. I, I don't know if that's Alex grabbed this. Knife from her craft bag, and that's what he used to cut his face out of the picture, but there's something. Nice. Always, always
0: be suspicious. <laughs> always be suspicious. Always be suspicious. <laughs> but the aliens are having their own little... uh Mini uni- UN. UN meeting, thank you. Model UN. <laughs> and... I think Max is expecting everyone to kind of be like, "Yeah, Liz is messed up and has crossed the line, and this is not great." But Isabel's kind of like, "What if she's right?" Like, and this, there, yeah. it's not even dissension. I keep saying things that it's not. <laughs> it's not even dissension. It's people being able to make choices for themselves, and Max having a cow about it. He, yeah, she's like, "Listen, weirder things have happened."
1: There's aliens out there that aren't us. And he's like, no, Liz is absolutely wrong. There's absolutely no way. And this is lending credence to my evil Isabel Tess swap theory. Mayhaps evil Isabel Tess is, what's her name, Lonnie? Mayhaps Mm -hmm. Lonnie as Tess is conditioning Max to be evil and weird. Ooh. A bad king. Or he's
0: just a butt. He's just
1: a butt face. That is also an option.
0: <laughs> As they're having this conversation, Isabel brings up again the idea of going to college. And Max is not having any of it. He But he kind of is just like, we'll talk about it later. Mm, you know, I have too much going on at this point. And she's like, it's not your business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And again, I think Max is doing all of this because of his experience with the FBI and how scary it was for him and he's trying to protect people but it's not in a great way he's a bad guy but yeah. like as they're walking back to the car and Tess has her
1: hand around Michael's waist I'm like suspect
0: suspicious Um, Tess does not have her arm around Michael's waist what? Tess does not have her arm Max around Michael's waste. waist leave me alone <laughs> up clarifying for people who might be like what's happening are they jumping the shark the audience knew what i was talking about some of my personal bias is going to come out here because we have a scene with tess and max and they are sitting talking about the kiss at prom everything that went on with alex and max is there and he's got her foot and is massaging her bare foot and weird (laughs) I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) That's a sensory nightmare to me. Don't touch my feet. (laughs) But Max is starting to talk about, because, you know, he and Tess, she's helping him remember the home. And he's kind of saying, like, well, where is this all going to lead to? Because even though I'm remembering, everything still feels like a dream. And Earth feels like so much more. Earth feels Mm -hmm. real. It feels like where we're supposed to be. And he's kind of pouring his soul out to her just how he doesn't know he doesn't know what it means or anything so
1: when we went to new york and we had the meeting with the other aliens Mm -hmm. and they're like give us the granolith or nothing Mm -hmm. uh did they have a focus megan did they have a deadline by the time that they were going to come and, like, take the Royal Four and take them home or anything?
0: Not that I remember. We've got Liz showing up to Sean's house. And sweet, sweet Liz is pulling in and Kalin and is trying to get information so nonchalantly, but in the most obvious way possible. She's talking to Sean. We find out he had sent her flowers kind of as like a sympathy for Alex. And she starts talking about, oh, and we went to the bowling alley and we broke in. How, 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 how how did you do that? (laughs) How did you get in there? Is is Um, it possible for me to learn these tricks? Yeah. And, and so she's uh, so cute. Anyways. He kind of weasels it out of her that she wants to break into the school to get a look at Alex's records about going to Sweden because she wants to go do some investigating about his semester Let's abroad. Go fly to
1: Sweden. I'm so sad she doesn't actually go. I would have loved an episode of Liz being a detective in Sweden, but instead, she is a detective in
0: the school. And Sean ends up going with her, even though his probation says he's not supposed to be within a thousand feet of the school. He goes with her, and they—well, do they find? What do they find?
1: A uh, the file, <laughs> boxes. Mm-hmm. I actually don't remember. Oh yeah, what she they was found. trying
0: to copy stuff and everything, oh, and yeah. records like, of his go. records of his student trip. And too bad that they get caught. The cops. Which you've got to think a school has a security system. Like you've got to, they
1: have a they have a school. Sorry, school security team. Sorry, not like full cops, but school cops.
0: No, that's what I'm saying. Like, did they not plan for this, or were they hoping they would just like?
1: Liz has never broken the
0: rules before. She doesn't know. But Sean, well, Sean has, and he's you know because when she says, "I don't think we got it all," he's like, "Well, that's." Just what happens sometimes, and another rule is don't stay any place for more than five minutes. and so there's just a lot of of rules that she doesn't know, but yeah, they do get caught. so dun, dun, and then dun. we have Michael trying to be the peacemaker, which I know, think right? back to season one, Michael, <laughs> trying to murder and everyone.
1: You,
0: <laughs> yes, you had Michael usually versus Max, and Isabel being the one in the middle to be the peace broker between the two of them. And instead, here is Michael offering to talk to Isabel about college because obviously Max is not going to be the one that's able to do that.
1: His hair looks so good right now. This is like the perfect mm-hmm. Michael hair.
0: You're not mad it's not sticking straight up? Like it's a better than when it
1: was like floppy in his face. This is a good hair shape for him. Max is like, I can't bear... I can't bear the fact that Alex is dead and it could be our fault. So I'm just not going to think about it. And he's, he's basically putting his ostrich head in the sand about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But then he has this, uh, this nice confession to Michael about how mate, you know, I never listened to you when you used to run around and look for clues, cluing for looks. And it sounds like he is coming around to the fact that Michael might've been right all along, but then Mike, Michael's like, I think I've been
0: wrong
1: all along. Mm. Poor Max. He's like, man, you get
0: magically ordained as an alien king and your friends just don't listen to you anymore. <laughs> like they're supposed to. Yeah, it's really interesting to see the the change between the character's want lines. Um, Because, well, Max hasn't really changed. Max has always wanted to be safe, stay behind the tree, um, everything stay the status quo, but the world around him is not allowing him to do that, and so he's coming up against all of these issues that he hasn't really had to deal with before because he's been able to ignore, you know, um, And then we have Michael, who, yeah, if we remember, he was doing all this research. Like, one of my favorite moments about Michael is when they're trying to find Niseido. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And he has Isabel, and they're in front of the library, and he's, like, charted all the stars and figured all this stuff out. Like, he was obsessed with it. And the idea that he's willing to give that up to stay, you know, he would stay here. He's happy here on Earth with Maria. It's just a really cool character journey. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Max, learn something from your friends. Change for the better, not the worse. It's not his fault. He's being magically
0: whammyed by Isabel's evil twin disguised as <laughs> Jess. Well, we've got our favorite deputy on the scene at the school. Deputy Hanson. Deputy Hanson. I really do like him. I know we give him a hard time, but I like this one. Uh, but. He's talking to Sean and Sean is explaining what's going on is that he had brought Liz here to kind of get her scared and riled up so he could get into her pants and but it's not going to work because Liz is a real loser and a real (laughs) stick in the mud. And so Deputy Hanson lets her go with a warning, you know, but Sean is taken away. He's broken his probation. Did she explain to him that she thinks that Alex was murdered or did she just say I need to break into the school?
1: I don't know. I don't know what he knows. This is this is pretending to sleep with Kyle all over again.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't know how much of the details she's told Kyle about this.
0: So, Sean, yeah. you made it the last episode i think or the episode before no i didn't everybody's name (laughs) i didn't i messed up at the very end we had finished i'm never i'm never
1: going to learn this
0: (laughs) um this next part i do not agree with at all and i'm just gonna complain about it and The sheriff has called Max over and has told him and filled him in about Liz breaking into the school like it's any of Max's business. I think that is one of the worst things he's done as sheriff. Yeah. Well, he. okay. he does call Max in to see. Sorry,
1: to clarify, it's one of the worst things he's done as sheriff once he's joined our side.
0: Yes, Because I would
1: think um, hunting Max
0: Evans for sport
1: and trying to kill him (laughs) was pretty bad, actually. Was
0: pretty bad. Okay, you're right. I do. I I get that. Um, The reason he, I don't know why he went to, he wouldn't go to, well, okay, stop, stop. I know why he didn't go to Liz because he was going to rule Alex's death a suicide and Liz freaked out on him. And so he and Liz are really not on speaking terms. And he figures this is an alien thing and who better to know what's going on with the alien thing than quote-unquote, he doesn't say this, but the quote-unquote leaders of the alien. Max should be in the know of everything that goes on in everybody's lives all the time is the vibe I'm getting from the sheriff. And he's like, listen, if I need to be in the dark, I would actually prefer that. (laughs) Like, He's kind of like, the alien stuff is your stuff. I will be here whenever you need me. But he's saying like, you guys are usually way more careful and so i'm sure this is big sort of a thing but we've got liz's conspiracy theory room yeah with all the evidence all the pictures of uh all the pictures of everything and we see liz calling uh alex's swedish family and she's just really trying to get a hold of them again we realize this is not the first time she has called she is just like doing everything she can you can call to me get collect them to contact her.
1: although mm-hmm. listeners if you try to call someone collect and the phone company just doesn't like their credit card
0: <laughs> you may not get You're through. Out of luck <laughs> and you know how expensive that call was gonna be seventy three dollars thirty three dollars a minute wow yeah and they're like do you want to accept the charges i'm like i have to my sister is stranded <laughs> my sister at needs the airport me. with no wallet and no cell phone <laughs> okay i okay i have so many feelings about this megan if you want to jump in about anything please you feel free to interrupt me okay i think we're on the same page in this episode okay is this about everyone trying to stop Isabel from going to college. Yeah. And the thing is, this isn't the first time they've ganged up on Isabel before. Yeah. Like, remember in season one where they tell her you cannot be friends with the new girl Tess? And now
1: Michael's boinking her?
0: Sorry, that's not exactly what's happening. And
1: now Max is rubbing
0: her foot? (laughs) (laughs) But I always felt like in season one, it was either the three of them Or it was Max against Michael, again with Isabel in the middle being the peace broker. And I don't know if Michael here is trying to fulfill his role seriously as second in command. Or he's really just trying to smooth things over. I don't know if he thinks that Isabel is just doing this on a whim. But he comes up to her and tells her flat out, you can't go. You cannot go to college. Which is a huge betrayal it's it's just
1: it's so interfering and belittling and like she's honestly the strongest alien powers wise out of the three of them and her life as a human is the best out of the three of them and
0: it's so infantilizing and so mean mm-hmm. because Michael is trying to poke holes in the logistics of everything. About if you go to college and there's an emergency and we need you, you're going to have to miss a bunch of class. And it's going to be really expensive to travel. And how are you supposed to do that? And she's just like, "Ah, I'll just change dollar bills into $100 bills. Easy peasy. And Michael's like, you can do that? Like, there are things about her life they do not know. And that, I think, really surprises him. This is the point of their lives where they are starting to diverge and no one knows how to handle it. Except... I listen, I still think Isabel is kind of running away from everything with alex's death i and I understand why she's doing that, yes. but yeah, everyone's paths are diverging. What did they think was gonna happen, mm-hmm. you know, when they all graduated high school or whatever?
1: uh, they thought they'd all just live in Roswell forever, apparently, anyway, um, we have a pretty sad scene with Maria and the yearbook team where Maria's not finished with her project because there's just so much she wants to include. And the yearbook committee is like, we need to downsize on this. And it's like, it's really hard. Mm -hmm. And Liz was supposed to be helping her with that. So and she's left Mm -hmm. Maria in the lurch. So we cut to what Liz is actually doing. And she's called someone in the Swedish embassy. And she's trying to track down a building that Alex was photographed in front of. But also like, Emily, could you imagine if someone was describing a specific building to you in Salt Lake City, mm-hmm. do you know every single building in Salt Lake City
0: by heart? No, that is not my job. It's yeah. <laughs> <That is> not <laughs> something I want to do. Because the thing is, this building, I mean, like, listen, if you were to describe, because there's a lot of pioneer era buildings in Salt Lake that have been preserved and they're very different from obviously modern architecture. But this building that Liz is trying to find is just like this very nondescript glass and steel building. Like there's no, I say gargoyles, but there's no like identifying features about it at all. And so she's kind of giving this dude this impossible task, but he said he will do his very best and try anyway, which I think good, good for you, sir. But Max catches her and he starts getting a little scary. He's just like, okay, li- he gets scary. He He's just like, what are you doing? And he's getting desperate because he says something along the lines of like, okay, listen, I will consider the possibility that aliens killed Alex if you will consider the possibility that he did this to himself. Ugh. And Liz immediately says he didn't. Like there's no way that she is going to backtrack at all. And I think that takes Max by surprise. Because he starts really, like he grabs her and is like not shaking her, but it's just like, you don't understand how dangerous this is for all of us. It's not going to affect you at all. It's going to put us in danger. And Liz just stands her ground and says, let go of me.
1: (laughs) I would slap that man on his alien mouth.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, she realizes like like she just watches him go and, and both of them know like this really isn't how he is. And he is feeling, okay, here's what I think. He's feeling so lost. No one's listening to him. He doesn't know what to do. He's got the red light from the guest all over him. He's going to be possessed <laughs> any second now. That's a reference to a Korean horror show. That's really not what's going to happen here. <laughs> but he's all being broody and sad. And... Who comes and finds him, Megan? Tess.
1: That's what you asked me, right?
0: I this is what I asked you. Okay, yeah. Tess! <laughs> Sorry, you were just silent <laughs> after I said it. I'm like, did I
1: did I do it wrong? Anyway, they're stargazing.
0: They go to the Griffith Observatory. They like, definitely Los go 100 percent to the
1: Griffith Observatory. <laughs> that is where they are. <laughs> oh, and I remember when we were watching the last episode, I'm like, oh, Tess, it's so sad trying to teach the reincarnation of your love about your life together. And that's such a tragic love story for her. And I, oh, I'm i kind of feeling on her side. But I'm suspicious of her again now. She's back on my suspicious list.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel, though, here she's pulling a very, um, what, is the, what is the movie with Mandy Moore? I'd and Rock to Remember yeah this is a very walk to remember gesture where she listen when that movie came out when i was in high school that was the pinnacle of romance that movie was the most romantic thing i'd ever seen in my entire life and i think that might still be true today except for north and south (laughs) (laughs) um but she shows him a star and he's like, is that our home planet? Because, you know, he's talked about like it feeling like a dream. And she's like, it's not. This is what the name of the star is. But you can see this star from our planet. Our planet is so far away, but it is real. And it
1: that is so far away. Mm-hmm. How are they going to get back? Oh, the granolith. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. The vents. The vents. What does that mean? Sorry, that's from... um. It's from a Star Kids show. Okay. How are we going to infiltrate? The vents.
0: Oh, duh, the vents. And don't suggest a giant trampoline because we've already tried that.
1: This <gasps> a hot air balloon or a giant trampoline because we've already ruled those out.
0: <laughs> okay. Liz has thrown herself into this. I don't think. So she has <sighs> cried one time. And that is right before she gets the receipt back that Alex had signed with the weird ones and zeros. Uh I think this is her form of grief is throwing herself with her her whole heart, her whole passion into this. Because Maria comes over and Liz is in full on conspiracy mode about like, where this could have been where this could have taken place and because like the no one can find this building it's not in any of the other baltic areas like she's just fallen completely into this obsession mode and she does sound completely crazy and maria is so worried about her so worried about her because liz at one point is like maybe she went to another planet like she's just This is all she can focus about. Mm -hmm. And Maria just yells at her. I mean, loses it rightfully so on her. And it's just like, my best friend died. I don't have you. I don't feel real. I, you know, I need help with this yearbook tribute. You aren't being here for me. Why can't you be sad with the rest of us? Mm -hmm. And what Liz gets out of all of that is you don't believe me. You don't believe me, and Maria's like, "You know what? I guess I don't." Maria does bring up Sean. She's like, "You don't care whose life you've ruined, do you? What about Sean?" Now, can I say my thing? Yes, that was <laughs> it. That's all I wanted to say. This <laughs> goes to Sean's hat. Well, it goes to the DeLuca's house, and I don't know if that. Okay, really fast. Do you remember? We don't have to put this in, but do you remember the episode? The pie in- episode. I do. The pie episode.
1: <gasps> I don't think they have the same set, but I do think this is supposed to be their house because this is what their house has been for this season Mm -hmm. because this is the house. Because the entrance used to come straight into the kitchen. That's what the pie episode was. Mm -hmm. But if you remember the episode where Max found Liz and Sean cuddling on the couch, Mm -hmm. that's the layout of this house. So that's what's
0: going on. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Keep going. I didn't mean to interrupt you again. Liz
1: goes to the DeLuca's house. (laughs) Uh, And Sean is trying to unclog the sink drain. And uh, his mom talked to the sheriff. Sheriff talked to Hanson. And and they ended up dropping the stuff and and letting him out. And
0: uh, they talk. And then they smooch. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Kizzy, 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 kizzy.
0: Even with... I thought he was going to be really angry at her. But he, again, boys and the emotional growth. He's just like, I chose to do this. You know, you didn't make me do it. I don't know. I just appreciated that, that he wasn't angry at her for getting caught. Yeah. But he is angry about other things.
1: I'm becoming less suspicious of Sean and more suspicious of Tess. But Mm -hmm. perhaps they're playing with me and 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 this means i should be more suspicious
0: (laughs) more suspicious of sean i don't know yeah i think maria not maria i think liz is just very confused about everything you know um i really love this about the show is that they are still it's not just like A bad thing happened in this one episode and everyone's done by the time the next episode shows up. Like people's grief is still being felt and still being acted upon. And we see this especially with, well, I think with Liz and her grief being focused into hyperfixation. Um, Maria goes to Michael's house and he has forgotten to pick her up. Which is kind of par for the course for Michael. You know, let's be honest, even though he really is trying. And... She's like, I called you and your line was disconnected. And he's able to just explain it away, of like, oh, I, forgot I forgot to pay, to pay my, pay phone, my bill. phone bill. <laughs> and she says, I thought something happened to you. Fair. And this sets her off, you know. Yeah. Now, I'm not the biggest
1: season two Maria fan. But mm-hmm. unlike Christmas, she does get a pass from me in this episode.
0: Mm-hmm. Still not that Christmas episode. <laughs> no (laughs) and and here's the thing i also i say i liked about it but um she's not mad at him for forgetting her about the print shop what she's upset about is that one day he will not be there anymore Mm -hmm. and she says i can't handle that one day you will leave you're gonna get on a spaceship and he's you know he's just like oh we'll go right now i will take care of it i'm here like he's being very protective and she's like you are being the perfect boyfriend and this is not helping me and i cannot do this which is a very logical way to feel i think i agree i agree i agree i agree but uh so oh go ahead
1: Sorry, I'm just thinking about how Michael is like, maybe we should stay here. Maybe it's wrong to want to go home. And Max is like, no, humans are stupid.
0: <laughs> I'm leaving. Um, This next scene, Megan, what did you think of this? This reveal? Yeah. Uh. So I was like,
1: you know, I was suspicious. Like I was on Liz's side this whole episode and I just mm-hmm. got so excited that she has proof she has proof she's finally got her first proof and i'm like keep going what proof does she get that the guy she calls on the phone who is apparently the man who ordered the flowers for alex the the Olsons, says that that's not his name no family lives here and he wants her to stop calling and i'm mm-hmm. like okay okay two things two things I'm, I'm doing the meme of the woman looking at math Mm -hmm. The guidance counselors at school are the ones who set up all of Alex's trip and everything. Yeah. And that's where she broke into to get, like, the information. Um, Has she tried to speak to any of the guidance counselors who have set this up? I don't think she has. Now, in this episode as well, Isabel has said... Oh, the guidance counselors are going above and beyond helping me get ready for college and to do this stuff. Now, I know that's what guidance counselors do, but I'm saying suspicious because the FBI has infiltrated this high school before. This is true. And so I would like to suspect that the guidance counselors... Are involved. Are the real villain all along. They're going to be the secret. They're going to be secret villains. Also, where's Brady? We haven't seen it. Brody. We haven't seen him at a dog's age.
0: (laughs) So Liz is still tracking stuff down. She goes to the florist where she's trying to get confirmation of the number she called. Because maybe maybe she got the wrong number. And the guy is not helpful at all. He will not help her find... He, he won't give him the number to confirm. And she's like, why won't you help me? He's like, I'm not a detective agency. Like, he has a perfectly reasonable explanation for not giving this to her. Mm-hmm. And so Liz takes it 12 steps further. And uh, Meg, what does she do? She goes to sweden sorry i thought she was doing (laughs) sorry i thought she was doing something in
1: the flower store and i'm like did she break something did i miss it no liz contacts a travel agent she pulls a ton of money out of the bank from her savings
0: to buy a ticket to sweden like enough money to buy a car so she pulls out two thousand $53.78. $53.78. Which is basically what tuition was at my at my college. So in today's money, that is $3,611.11. So $1,600 extra. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's Emily, what she pulls out.
1: Could you look up what a
0: plane ticket from New Mexico to Sweden would cost right now? Okay. I'm going to Delta Airlines. So this is what Delta would cost. Okay, round trip from, we'll just say leave today, come back in a week or whatever. Mm-hmm. Thank you for looking this up. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, this is coming out of the Roswell International Air Center USA to Sweden. Uh, we're going to land in Stockholm. Uh, yeah, top one is Engelholm, Sweden. Angelholm I don't know how you say it. And this is a round trip ticket. Hold on, it doesn't like today's date. <laughs> doesn't like it. Um let's try a different Is
1: the entire country of Sweden not real?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is a possibility. is this more proof that Alex never went to Sweden? <laughs> What's a really famous place in Sweden? Stockholm, Stockholm. Sweden. Here we go we'll try that i didn't think it was gonna take this long to look up an airplane flight nope doesn't like it okay i'm gonna just google it delta you failed me okay so it's ranging from 1300 to 4500 dollars okay stockholm is is uh the cheapest one so far actually so okay there's a lot of max hate in this episode Yep. And I don't feel bad about it. Because,
1: Emily, do you want to
0: tell us about this scene with him and Isabel? Max has found the perfect solution. The perfect solution. Instead of a fancy school with a lot of accolade. And, you know, that's so far away and so expensive. Isabel can just go to community college. That's the perfect solution, Megan. Why are you shaking your head at me? Because... You're so rude.
1: Because he called the school and applied
0: for her. Yeah. And he doesn't get why she's so mad. He doesn't, like, oh. Alex would, not Alex, uh, Kyle would have known. It's hard, right?
1: <laughs> and he says, you've been indulged
0: in this for oh far too goodness. long. Oh, like I've allowed you to have this little fantasy and barf barf max and here's the thing like isabel is she's a lot nicer she doesn't punch him in the face but she starts reading all of the recommendation letters that she's gotten because we remember back in the christmas episode she is involved up to the hilt with this town she Mm -hmm. volunteers at soup kitchens she runs christmas pageants like she is almost like the, fa- I'm going to say the face of Roswell, New Mexico. She <laughs> is their, like, number one volunteer. Of course she is going to get an ocean of recommendation letters. Yeah. And she's reading them to Max about all of the letters are saying, like, Isabel is going to be a force for good in the world, basically. And Max just puts his foot down and is like, you can't go. Ugh. And- Either
1: jump on the bandwagon, she says, or get out of my way.
0: Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing. She she has never raised any suspicion. That is Max and Michael. Max is She's the one like, who
1: spilled the story. Michael's the one who's bad with using his powers. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I will salt the earth to keep you here. I will mm-hmm. tell everyone you've cheated on every test. I That you've plagiarized every paper. If you ever leave Roswell without my consent, I will physically drag you back. But don't make me be the bad guy, Isabel. For the last time, the answer is no. And I'm like, smack him in the face.
0: So Isabel crumples up her admission paper and burns it to ash right in front of him and starts blatantly using powers in front of people.
1: This Okay, so in our Way of Kings that we just recorded, we talk about creating your own monsters. Mm-hmm. And Max has created a monster in Isabel. Yep.
0: Because she talks about how she's played this role to perfection their whole life. Yeah. Ugh. And for what purpose? I mean, if, if not to look like a normal person, what normal person would want to stay in Roswell, New Mexico? Some jock is just like, oh, Isabel, you look so hot when you're pissed. And she just waves her arm and he goes flying down the hallway. And Max is just like, uh, well, that didn't go great. No, actually, that went pretty bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. ah, well, in a much more light hearted scene to follow, Michael goes to Maria's house to help her mom out with the sink that Sean was unable to complete plunging mm-hmm. and they they talk in like a pretty long metaphor about what if the sink has to leave
0: someday. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoy that Amy and Michael have such. A good relationship like it's not stilted and awkward it's clearly she's very comfortable with him being in her home uh, she trusts him most of the time with her daughter <laughs> and the fact that he's going to her for advice has a very like maternal feel to it that he's never really had before and I, I just really like that she's kind of the substitute mom for him that he never had but yeah, once this metaphor is over, what does she say? Uh the sink realizes he can't be around forever. And and so Amy's just like, Well, yeah. It won't be around forever. Nothing is. But maybe you don't have to worry about tomorrow. Maybe you can just maybe it can just be here for today, you know, and and just I don't know. I really like that.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're seeing the sour look on my
0: face. I'm watching Liz and Max yell at each other in the next scene. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, he he did offer to help and she's like, "No, no, I can do it." But not in a mean way like, "No, I can do it." She's just like, "Yeah, this is just something I do." Like, "Thank you, but I I can do it." And it's just fun to see like where Maria gets it from her mom, just like they are independent women. Ugh, and uh-huh. Yeah, Sean did try. He couldn't do it. And so she's down under the sink working on it. And Michael uses his alien powers to fix the sink. And it didn't blow up. It didn't. (laughs) He's getting
1: better at this. And then she gets up and she's so excited. She's like, I did it. I fixed it. And he's like, nice one, Mrs. DeLuca. And I'm like, oh, Michael. Uh, Michael is like the peacemaker in this episode.
0: And Mm -hmm. Max is a tyrant. Yep. He is a bully. Yep. Liz is waiting on the outskirts of town. For her taxi. For a taxi. Max is driving in the opposite direction. It's not like he drove past, saw her, stopped, and backed it up. He's on the other side of the highway. He
1: goes, he drives over the median. What is he doing?
0: (laughs) And he's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, I'm I'm going going to to Sweden. And he's like, no, get in the car. Like, what? What? Is
1: happening. (laughs) Uh, He, this is his most Edward Cullen moment ever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, do you remember back in season one when I was like, aliens make the best boyfriends? I take it back. This guy's garbage. He's yelling at Liz. He's like, get in my car. He's grabbing her bags, like from the taxi guy to throw them in his Jeep. And... Um, she's like, You're not my king. You can't boss me around like Isabel. And he finally says to her, If you get in that taxi, our friendship is over. And she just goes, Well, that's the price I'll have to pay. And she
0: gets in the car, serves him right. Mm-hmm. I think one of the reasons I'm so frustrated with this, with Max specifically, is that he is just assuming all of this power and control and no one is giving it to him and he's angry about it. He's angry that they won't listen to him. They have no reason to listen to him. He won't listen to them. (sighs) And it's really messing everything up. Like a lot. Like Like a hundred times.
1: He's bad at this. Maybe, okay, maybe his history teachers should have like, done actual useful lessons instead of talking only about jfk for an entire week
0: <laughs> <sighs> contrasting max with michael again is how wonderful michael is in this moment with maria he hasn't That's been great 100 percent of the episode with isabel but with this he is able to he tells maria like Here's the thing that I like about it. He addresses her exact fear. He takes Mm -hmm. it seriously and he presents a solution. It's not just let's fight about it and why are you being weird about this? It's I hear your concerns. They're valid. Yes, I will leave in the future. It may be in a year or two. It might be 50 and I will leave. But we knew that going into this. That's not a surprise. And for now, I am here for you yeah and he's
1: helping her with the alex project the one thing she's been needing from someone anyone
0: since yeah, it started That's perfect and she does the sweetest thing here she just takes his hand and kisses it like that's the softest cutest thing i've ever seen it is soft it is cute pro tip to
1: anyone romancing me do uh, not kiss the palms of my hands <laughs> i don't like your, it you don't know where they've been yeah <laughs> Back of my hand, great. All my fingers, awesome. I just, I hate the idea of someone taking my hand and putting it up against their mouth like this. <laughs> it's probably a leftover fear of like when we were kids and we try and clap our hands over each other's mouths to be like, Shh, don't tell mom, don't tell mom. The person who's getting silenced would usually just stick their tongue out and like. Blah, blah, blah. And so listen, this is a fair warning to the people trying to romance me in the future. If you put your hand over my mouth, I 100% will not be able to resist licking it. That is just, you're going to like have to ask yourself, do you feel lucky? (laughs) Because I will feel licky, I promise. (laughs) Uh, Then we cut to the actual Griffith Observatory that you can see from my front porch. But there's a sign (laughs) on it that says the Roswell Observatory. And you know what? Tess and, and Max are there And I do not care She's like I'll be here forever we will be here for you And they do a long slow kiss And I'm like I hate these two So much And the kiss is too slow It's just We cut in really close on their lips And both sets of lips opening Going <laughs> And then their faces are stuck Together <laughs> Kissing works. <laughs> listen. Don't, are you trying to tell me that kissing works like a vacuum where you go and then you
0: just get stuck? That's where the kissing noises come from. <laughs> Romance. <laughs> Um, uh, and so Liz is going into the airport. Wait, running. wait, 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 oh. wait, 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 sorry. I want to, I want to talk about the conversation that Tess, Tess okay. and Max have just briefly, where he's talking about, he's always felt that his alien side was bad and terrible. And, and just like, he's talking about how hard his life is and how he's lost everyone. And yeah, dude, that was all your own fault. But here's Tess. Here's understanding, patient. Wonderful Tess, who tells him, I will always be here for you for eternity. And then, yeah, the weird kissing stuff. Wait, is the Liz thing happening simultaneously with uh, Max and Tess? Yeah,
1: yep. we're cutting back and forth to it. Liz is at the airport and running. But listen, I'm just going to say it. Max and Tess are shirts off kissing at this point. Mm Mm-hmm. And Liz, just before she's about to get on a plane at probably the Burbank Airport, um, <laughs> she gets a phone call from the embassy. And that building, they figured out which building it was mm-hmm. and that it was destroyed four years ago. There's no way Alex could have been there. And that's when Liz realizes he never went to Sweden.
0: And this is pre-9-11 days. So There's you can she Turn just like throws her ticket at the dude and runs to the airplane. In Roswell, New Mexico, Tess and Max go all the way. <laughs> like you said. <laughs> well,
1: do they or do they just kissing? Oh, wait. Well, that is them lying down. Okay, yep, never mind. Yep, yep. They're doing the horizontal mambo. <laughs>
0: Um, so yeah, that is the end of <gasps> Roswell season two, episode eighteen. It's too late and it's too bad. Megan, any any final thoughts about the episode before we if, go on?
1: If Isabel and Liz do not gang up to murder Michael, <laughs> I will be very disappointed. <laughs> <Nats>! Max. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs>
0: What, okay, this would take too long, but what I would love to do one day is go through and make a tally mark of every wrong name you've ever said, listeners. <laughs> Somebody make us a spreadsheet. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, so we we end with Liz standing on the tarmac. Does she get Megan? Does she get on the plane and still no. go to Sweden and investigate, or is no. she going to stay in Roswell?
1: No, he never went to Sweden. Okay, he never went to Sweden, so she's got to stay did. here. Um, I think she is going to investigate here. Okay. Those guidance counselors are suspicious. Real sus. Yep. And I, (sighs) yeah, that's what I think for her. And I think she's going to get the sheriff involved and it's going to take some convincing, but she is going to get the sheriff on her side. And do you know what? I think next episode... We're going to see Kyle's time to shine. Perfect. And I hope we do not get an alien pregnant. Okay. I don't know how Um, quickly this happens for them. (laughs) But that's what uh, I don't want.
0: Okay. So we got what we want, what we don't want. Um, So the next episode is Roswell Season 2, Episode 19, Baby, It's You. No!
1: (laughs) No! (laughs)
0: <laughs> don't do
1: this to me uh well great i hope the baby is bored very quickly next episode and then we like never
0: Renesmee? yeah okay um meg this has been a blast uh, thank you for watching this with me i am so glad you are finally Enjoying this. (laughs) (laughs) This has been way fun. (laughs) Oh, but in the meantime, I gotta get back to folding my laundry. I gotta clean my dishes. I believe in you.
1: I believe in you too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Emily, is it really? Is there a freaking scene in the next
1: episode? (laughs) (laughs) You have to tell me or it's a (laughs) trap. I'm gonna tell you. Okay, ready, Uh, ready. (laughs) break (laughs) down
0: thank you to everyone who has tuned in to listen to my sister made me view at the roswell 1999 edition can you believe that megan is actually liking this show I don't even know what to do with myself. Like, I, I I, I, never thought this day would happen. We never thought it would happen for you. Never. But it's here. And we're having so much fun doing it together. So, yay! Uh, a special thanks to all of you wonderful, beautiful, fantastic listeners. And thank you to everyone who has rated and reviewed us. Like, that's something you don't even have to do. And you just do it because, I mean, I'm guessing that you you like our show. And just just gives us a little warm burst of fuzzy love. So thank you again to everyone who has done that. Um, If that is something that you would like to do, but aren't sure how, you just need to go to iTunes and there's a little rate and review. You don't even have to write a review. You can just rate us. I think Spotify has the same sort of thing. And we are on Google Play, but honestly, I have no idea how Google Play works. It is a mystery. Sometimes it won't even let me into the podcast, like, managing system, and it's, it's, I, I know everything. I know all the logins and everything, but sometimes it's just like, no, we don't like you, and I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. Anyways, uh, again, thank you for tuning in and listening, and if this is something that you really, really love. I don't know if you know this, but Megan and I have several other podcast feeds that we also do. One of them is we're currently covering Words of Radiance, which is book two of Brandon Sanderson's Stormlight Archives uh, on, again, Spotify, iTunes, iTunes, All that good stuff. Uh, Those come out every other week. So, oh, here's a really cool thing. The upcoming episode for that is coming out on March 16th. And that is going to be our live podcast recording session, I guess, at Brandon Sanderson's Dragonsteel Con. Which, as those of you who are fans of the show may recall, Megan scheduled us to record at the same time as Brandon Sanderson's keynote address. So, not a lot of people came, but we still had so much fun doing it anyway. So that is Megan's favorite set of chapters, White Spine and Caged. So that is what you'll hear next week on Thursday the 16th. And then again, uh, if you come back March Thursday the 23rd, uh, you're going to hear the next Roswell episode, which Megan flips her lid over. It's her favorite trope, the alien teenage baby pregnancy. <laughs> so... Anyways, uh, come hang out and listen to us do that. We also have a miscellaneous feed where we've currently posted all the episodes so far. To our flag means death. We are getting ready to start one to watch, which is a book by Kate Stamen London. And then after we do that, we have all the almost all the episodes recorded for the guest, which is a Korean horror TV drama that we recorded with a guest our very good friend Dilly. And so that is also coming up. So there's plenty to listen to. Uh, stick it on in your car as you're cleaning your house, as you're doing dishes, as you're just chilling out, whatever. Um Yeah, I just hope your 2023 is treating you better than the other years have before this. And... I just hope that you have the chance to go out and do something nice for yourself. I don't know if it's getting yourself a little treat, washing, you know, your car. That always makes me feel better. I don't know why, but okay. I'm a, I'm a weirdo. But um, anyways, I think you guys are all great. And remember, we believe in you.